Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mario from the Lucha Outsider Show, and this is what we got for episode 65. The Corey Graves Booker T beef. Is it real? Or is it a work? CM Punk's second UFC fight announced. Is the Bullet Club becoming an afterthought in New Japan Pro Wrestling? 205 gets a remake. And WrestleMania predictions already? All this and much, much more. Now, on to the show. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outside Show. Two. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. We're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Episode, what episode? 64, right? 65, 5. 65 at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel that steals the deal, the villain that stays chilling. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. You guys follow us everywhere. At Lucha Outsiders, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Shout out to the big dog Tone. Make sure you subscribe, people. Wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Speaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast feed. Leave a five-star frog slash rating and review. Leave your comments, rating if you want to bury either one of us. Usually me. They can go ahead and do that. Guys, remember, let the people know that we're here. Retweet this, share this, yes, 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 share this, let the people know that we're here every Wednesday on Facebook Live. If you're listening to us through the podcast version, like the Facebook page, so that way you can be part of all the fun. Also, 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 if you want to be more involved in the show, more? we have a hotline number. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of. It's a WhatsApp number. 908-356-9254. Leave yeah. us your comments and grievances or any ideas, or if you want to bury somebody, you can leave it on there. Once Guys. again, that number is 908-356-9254. And you can do that all throughout this week, next week, anytime. Let us know. Again, share this video. Let the people know that we are in here. And guys, a lot of things have happened this week. I know we said that last week, but we're going to take it off right now. Yes. Yes. Right now. Okay, so first. Go. <laughs> can I get the. Okay, well, definitely didn't want the, the playback here. Okay, but give me give me the the drops already, cause I'm I gotta give you one already. Why? What did I do? I'm about to tell you right now. It's coming from your phone. You are now listening. It's coming from you. you. Okay, yeah, it is coming from my phone. Okay, okay, my bad. Okay, so okay, so I'll first, let me give you this go. one. First one. Congratulations, you played. Th- that's on you. Okay, for the for the audio issues that we just had right now, and. People heard it. Go ahead. Do it again. Okay. So we're giving you this one again. Congratulations. You played yourself. But I'm also going to give you another one. Why? Congratulations. You played yourself. Because you titled this episode, episode 64. We're on 65. Oh, shit. My bad. Let me, <sighs> let me fix that now. 
So, yes, people, this is not episode 64. This is episode 65. Um, obviously, Leo is not in touch <laughs> with the show like that. Never. But thank you so much for everyone that's tuning in in the Facebook live chat. The the people that are downloading the podcast version of the show. Yeah. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasting. Also, we're on La Mezcla app. Yeah, we are. And And by the way. Really good post with the Hulk Hogan with the La Mescla shirt. Yeah, yeah. Really Shout-outs to La Mescla, the La Mescla family. Yeah, and and guys, also remember, again, share this video. Let the people know that we're here. We will fix the episode. That was my bad. Mm. Um, but let us know what you thought of all the wrestling that happened this week. Bro, it was it was a okay week. It wasn't nothing crazy. I feel like that's like a very generic thing to say every week. We did like a lot of wrestling has happened because, I mean... There's some stuff that's a newsworthy stuff, but compared to like the last two weeks, it hasn't no, but, been but really that, a lot. But so that's why I said, you know what I mean? Like like things have happened. So let's start off, I think, my opinion, the uh-huh. most trending topic two right now. No, 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 we're not gonna go there yet. Oh. Because uh, I have some thoughts on that. Okay. Well <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Okay. Go ahead. So I think the most trending topic that is going on right now, I for me, at least, would be this whole Booker T and Corey Graves situation. Yes. Situation. Situation with two Ds. So if you guys don't know, uh, Booker T, went, that's his podcast, correct? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a podcast slash a radio show. Kind of like us. We're not a radio show. Don't, don't do that. Don't start. We're not a podcast. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Booker T went on there and said that... Uh, he basically was downgraded to the to the pre-show because of Corey Graves and that he would not lay his hands on Corey Graves in the building or in the office like he titled it. But if he found him in the streets, uh, Corey Graves would uh, get these hands like... Uh, I got something better for you. Why don't, why don't I read some actual comments? Okay, like, well, I was just trying to help you so you could find it. Jesus Christ. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Pretty much what Booker Just T be said. happy I know that, okay? Go. Okay, I wouldn't necessarily say he's on my bad side. He's the reason I'm not on Monday Night Raw uh-huh. right now. Um, because you know what? A lot of people in the company thought I was going to jump on him. I was going to do something bad to him. I was going to drag him. I was going to take him out of out to the woodshed. I was going to beat that man so bad. I was I was going to make beat him until this man said, please, please, please just don't beat me anymore. Um, he also said, if if I catch Corey Graves on the street, I'm going to do something to him. All right. Uh, I ain't going to do it at the office or anything like that. Yeah. But if I catch him, I'm going to do it in the airport. Nah, I'm going to do it. Do that. But if I can catch Corey Graves on the street, you see that little uh, bump fight. Hairdo? Buffoon? I think buffoon haircut. Buffoon? 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 Buffoon haircut. Um, I'm going to rearrange that. Uh, Rearrange it on him. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let me catch him at Starbucks. I'm going to tattoo him. So, pretty much with all that being said, Booker Uh T's really angry. He's really pissed off. You think? And a lot of people reached out to me thinking that this was a work. Yeah. So, um, in a funny tweet, uh... Corey Graves did respond saying, um, thus the expert in battle moves, the enemy is not moved by him. 
Mm-hmm. He tweeted that a little bit of um, indirect yeah. at uh, Booker T. Mm-hmm. Also on commentary, I forget yes. what match it was, but Oscar um, and was it Oscar and um and uh Bailey? Bailey. Was it that Bailey. match? Yes, it was. Okay, so during that match, yeah, Coach watch, made a comment. Mo- Coach, it's not about you. Coach oh, made a sorry. comment. And Corey Gray said something down the lines like, "Hey, Coach, you better watch out what you what you say. You might end up doing a morning uh, uh, radio. afternoon afternoon radio show." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, <laughs> fast forward to to Tuesday night, which was yesterday on SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um, SmackDown doing this whole gimmick with top ten. Yeah, it's like top ten bit. wrestlers or or whatever on SmackDown uh-huh. Live, and they showed this backstage thing where New Day is like kind of tweeting at people. Okay. And Big E made a comment like, oh, Corey Graves, number six. Or he said something like that. And he said, well, I give Corey Graves 6% at, in a street fight. Uh. <laughs> so, well, wh- whether – I honestly don't think it's a work, but I think WWE is trying to capitalize this on a little of bit. Course. It's a, it's a trending topic. Of and course. Booker T went out in the open um, and said this out publicly or whatever. So I was telling my boy Kevin – shout out to Kev. What up, Kev? Um, cause we were talking about this yesterday and let me be the guy that I could see both sides of it. You're going to be the guy. I could see Corey Graves' side and mm-hmm. I could also see, um, Booker T's side. Okay. Booker T being a veteran, he feels like he deserves that respect and people shouldn't test his limits. Okay. Okay. And by all means, Booker T's not a great color commentator at all. But he's funny and he's entertaining. Yeah, he's not a Taz. He's not a Jerry the King. He's not that type of color commentator. But he is funny. Uh huh. Um, now Corey Graves, I think is is not a an overstatement or anything like that. Saying that he's probably the best color guy right now in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and it's a shame though because of all the people that that have come through there. For Corey Graves to be the only guy that's that's good that's on that pedestal right well, now. Well, there's a reason why he's on both shows on Raw Intimate. Yeah. Um, he's the best color guy. Um, he could do a heel, he could do a face. He's kinda like he's kinda like a tweener type commentator because he'll sometimes defend faces or heels and then other times he'll defend I mean he'll bash faces yeah. and heels also. So he's kinda like in he, the middle. He doesn't right have there. an alliance. No, he doesn't have an alliance at all. Like for example, um, Jason Jordan, whether he was a face or he's like now in that heel ish role right now. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, Corey Graves was defending him. Yeah, he's always has his back. Um, so I see Corey Graves' side also like, oh, like just because you're a vet, that doesn't mean I'm gonna let you disrespect me either. Mm-hmm. And you could tell on commentary that Corey and Booker were like at odds. At odds yeah, you yeah. could definitely tell that. Me personally, I like both guys. I res- I have respect for both guys uh, more towards Booker because you know he's been in the business for so long. Um, I personally don't mind Booker T at a, uh, the commentary booth because it's like he could only do so much with his stick. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. with the comedic, um, not saying outrageous shit on commentary. Now I was I wasn't one of these guys that hated him on commentary, mm-hmm. but. You, but you thought you could have somebody that a little bit better. At least with Coach now, you, he's like, he's not over the top heel. He kind of plays that borderline where Michael Cole is just strictly a baby face. Yeah. Even though people don't like him. But now you have Coach kind of having the balance in between. Of both. Okay. Well, with Booker, 
you don't know what what the hell he was doing, and yeah. in a way where it was kind of confusing, and plus with his outrageous commentary. But I found it hilarious and I found it entertaining. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I honestly don't think this is a work. Um, Booker no, said no, no. something. It, it's, Booker it's for Booker real. said something about WrestleMania. Um, I don't think uh that it's gonna be something that's gonna happen. Um, we kind of gotta wait and see. Me being um optimistic in all this. Um, and I don't know what people are saying in the Facebook chat. Mm-hmm. Me being optimistic with all this, me personally, I hope they could piece it up and hopefully they could brush all this negativity off because uh, they both bring something to the table. Even if it's Booker not in commentary, I, I strongly do believe he does bring something to the company. Uh-huh. Um, and Corey Graves is the future. He is the future of, of the commentary booth. Um, and obviously, we don't have another good color guy like um, what is it, Percy Watson? Is it Percy? Yeah, yeah, Watt- Percy Watson. Percy Watson from NXT. He finally had a good showing at the last takeover. Um, I go just ahead, lost. Go. I Let just me. lost sound. Um, he finally just had a good showing at NXT takeover with his commentary. Um, doing color, and that's not a knock on him. And I actually like um Percy. I'm, I'm more favored towards Percy than Byron or um David Otunga. Uh-huh. I like him a lot more. Um. But with him, it's like, okay, he's a color guy, but he's not great. He's okay. I'll I'll give him that. But, what, we're going to have to wait, like, what, maybe another five years until one of these maybe wrestlers retires? Like, or can't wrestle anymore. Or can't wrestle anymore. Corey. And then maybe we'll get another color guy. I'll tell you what, future-wise, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to get to Dolph Ziggler a little bit later in the show, but, like, Ziggler could be a commentator. He could do color. Also, Miz could do color. Oh yeah, Miz definitely. Another guy that could do color. I strongly believe if, if you know, especially with his injuries, he. I don't want to call him injury prone, but starting to add up. Samoa Joe, that's another guy that will do great on color commentary. You, you don't see him as another Taz because they've been building him along along that lineage of following Taz. I mean, if well, you if you the comparison TNA, between Samoa Joe and Taz is it's like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Samoa Joe is a little bit um. Diverse when it comes to the ring, I think that's the best way to put it. He, he, he could do a lot, a little bit more things than Taz. It's not taking nothing away from Taz because I love Taz. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of Taz. But um, with Joe, if you saw him at the pre one of the pre shows, I forgot if it was the Rumble or, or Takeover. I think it was Takeover. Um, he's great. Mm-hmm. He's great, and I think he could make a pretty good color commentator also. So um. Well, so hypothetically speaking, right, we're going to be stuck with the same color guy. And listen, I love Corey Graves, but we're, there's a reason why they put on both shows because yeah. he's that good. So I don't see Percy getting moved up anytime soon. No. And no. Nigel, I like Nigel, but his commentary is like, it's well, always the, like the, down the middle and not in a like over the top color commentary. It's just like, it's kind of like just down the middle right there. Mm-hmm. So. We're probably going to have to wait another couple of years until, and that's if one of these wrestlers wants to pursue a, a commentating career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, and and just remember, like, with everything. Oh, and by the way, thank you, Richard Beecher, for sharing this. Guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Also, let <laughs> let us know. I'm still sick. Let us know who you think will be a good color guy or a commentator or somebody that that's good on the mic. I mean, Elias is very well-versed, and not because you're wearing the Elias scarf. Uh, scarf. 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 Um, <coughs> my fucking throat's still hurting. But uh, let us know who you think. Um, but no, you're right. Uh, with Percy, I don't see him getting called up. There's no other viable option. I mean, I like Nigel, but 
the whole accent kind of throws people off, and and I'm okay with the accent. You know what I mean? I I, I definitely don't mind the accent. Yeah. So uh yeah. So and here, um, Mr. Antonio Byron Saxton is better, of course. Antonio always being the heel. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tone. We love you. <laughs> um, and remember, guys, the WhatsApp line. You guys could send us a voice message on what mm-hmm. you think. Nine zero eight three five six nine two five four. Throughout the week too. So if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, on on uh, iTunes, on uh, Google Play, you can still send us a WhatsApp message. The best ones, we'll play them. Uh, just let us know what you think. Richard Beecher is saying with that with uh, waiting on Leo to cut something. I don't know. It's okay, guys. Share this. Let the people know that we are here. Remember at Lucha Outsiders. You can also find Mario at Rated R since '87 mm-hmm. on. Instagram. The rated R superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. That's me. And you can find me at Show Futboleo. No! No! That is a disgusting. You do not have to go. You didn't have to go for all three. The first one was fine. I got three. I got to give you three. It's okay. I don't need them. You can have two back. No, no, but it's okay. It's okay. Delete, 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 delete. Now I got four. <laughs> uh, so um, with everything that's happening, Mario, we did uh, speak about Booger T and and Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. But there's other stuff going on in the rest yes, of Yes, the there world. is. Um, here's an interesting one that I just found out like maybe within an hour ago. Um, uh, the CM Punk, uh, his next fight got announced for the UFC. It did? Yeah. Against this dude named Mike the Truth Jackson. Ni la mama lo conoce. Okay, but here's the interesting part of it. Uh, he's not the truth. And, and listen, this is no knock on anybody that loses fights in MMA or whatever. Listen, if you step in any MMA ring or whatever and that's what you want to do, yo, more power to you. I have nothing but respect to you. You yeah. probably can kick, kick my ass. But this dude that he's fighting, Mike the Truth Jackson, he has the same record as CM Punk, 0-1. Yeah, but 0-1... Okay, but he's fairly new. So, like, without calling him a jobber, jobber. he's pretty much fighting uh, MMA enhancement talent. So the fight's gonna take wow. place. The play. The fight's gonna play. Uh, take place June 9th. in Chicago. Uh, is that the United Center? United Center? No, is that Chicago. No. Oh United, yes, yes, it is Chicago. Yeah, it is. So it's it's crazy because he because Punk got an amazing pop in his first debut fight, even though he lost uh, in Cleveland. Now he's going to be in his hometown of Chicago. Is, isn't that when All In is on? Or All In is in September? All In is in September. Okay, okay. So, but, but check this out. If we're going to fantasy book. Here. No, no, no. But that's why I asked. So Go. All In is going to be September, right? The, the speculation and the rumors are that All In is possibly going to be in Chicago. Okay. Which it kind of makes sense, especially with the, with the business that Cody and the Young Bucks and the Elite slash Bullet Club, whatever you want to call them now, um, the business they have with Pro Wrestling Tees, the actual store and the Pro Wrestling Tees base is in Chicago, and you know you're going to get all these wrestling fans come in there. So the best way to put it, it's probably going to be like somewhat, not as big, but somewhat of like a WrestleMania-adjacent atmosphere, right? Wrestle Kingdom? I wouldn't even say a Wrestle Kingdom. I would say more like WrestleMania, maybe SummerSlam. Any okay, okay. where you have... yeah. Like, I'm sure All In is not going to be the only wrestling show that weekend. I'm sure okay. you're going to have all these other indie companies that are around the area 
or maybe or maybe who knows like maybe Tommy wants to bring House of Hardcore over there. or we, maybe the Lucha Outsider shows maybe over there. Don't push your luck. Don't 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 say don't say stuff that we probably are not gonna be able to 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 produce. Maybe. I'm more of a glass half full kind of guy. No, you're more of a guy that likes to plug shit, and then when it doesn't happen, then I gotta hit you with a. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, that's true. Okay, now I will. I'm most likely might might I might go to all in, but I. But we don't know. So pretty much what I'm trying to say, you're going to get a lot of wrestling fans coming to yeah. Chicago. You're going to have some of these indie companies piggyback off of this all-in Which is event, smart if you look at it. Which is smart. So it would, it would make sense for them to do it in Chicago because then you're going to get, you know how much money. Pro Wrestling Tees already, already makes a shitload of money. Hmm. Imagine now you have all these wrestling fans, the diehards, coming to Chicago. You know how busy that store is going to be? Yeah. It's going to be beyond busy. So, of course... Um, I, I, if I was a betting man, and this was last week's episode. Yeah, that was last week's. Um, <laughs> I think uh, they should do it at Chicago. I think that's the okay. best option. So now, question number two. What's up? On June 9th, right? Yes. Would you hear that? Yes, we want to hear that because that that's the song that came out last. It was last one. Okay. So I had it. That's why I wanted to play. Go ahead. So now, I think this is interesting because this fight is in June 9th. Uh-huh. All in is September. Yeah, it is. That's if more than ninety days. If CM Punk loses Sienamos. this fight. Oh, CM Punk, yeah. Why did you say Sienamos? No, it kinda sounded like Sienamos, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If I Punk lo- if Punk if Punk loses this fight, uh-huh. I think is a it, I think there's no It's foretelling that he will be at he's, all in. He's, He's gonna come back to the wrestling business, period, I think. Okay. Even if it's a at a part time basis. Which, for All In, he could do it. Absolutely. And then you have these Daniel Bryan rumors. Just, in, you know, if he doesn't resign, he might be available for All In. We don't know. But if you get a name like Punk and Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, because it will be known as Bryan Danielson, at the bro, All In event, you're gonna You're going to need a, a bigger stadium for that. No, I think, I think an no, arena. For those two? Bro, they, they're not. As much as I, I would love them to sell out a stadium, but they're not gonna sell out a stadium. They're gonna they could sell out an arena, mm-hmm. but they're not selling out a stadium. So you're telling me they can't sell out thirty thousand people? No. We'll no. see. We'll see. Um, what's going on to Gary Cobo? Hello, Mario, and Hello. Leo. Hello, Gabby. How are you doing? Uh, keep in mind it took a while before Brock started kicking ass in the UFC is what Richard Beecher is saying about uh, UFC. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar already had a, a wrestling, wrestling, not not pro wrestling, but yeah. he had like a wrestling amateur NCAA. Background. Yes, uh, what Paul Heyman always says, NCAA heavyweight champion. Like he has, he already had a prior wrestling background, so they, that kind of helped him. With Punk, and listen, I'm not a Punk hater. I, punk is in my top five of all time. But it's just he's in your top five. Yeah, you know this, bro. No, I know. I know we we did. Uh, he he's he's on my top five of all time. And I, as much as I would love him to have a successful career in the UFC, one he started a little bit too old, and and two it's just he should have done what Batista did when he, he when he tried to dabble in MMA. He Wear blue went, trunks. No. He he should have oh, went by, to one by of the these. Way, I had a cookie. He she should have he should have. Just in case, you have about twenty five minutes. He he should have went to one of these like indie 
MMA companies. Uh huh. That's what like Batista did, and he actually won a fight. Like Strike Force, Bellator. Well, Strike Force doesn't exist anymore. No, but I'm saying that, uh, at that time, <laughs> that the, first of all, Strike Force wasn't an indie. That was like at the time maybe the second, third biggest company in MMA. It's still an indie. That's not an indie, bro. U- UFC is WWE. So New Japan, Ring of Honor, are indies. Yo, relax, bro. Calm down, yeah. Jesus. No, because you're saying stupid shit, and now I'm gonna bite your head off. <laughs> Strike Four was not an indie. So Bellator, as, as much as as much as Bellator is a joke, right? I heard uh, somebody say Bellator is the TNA. It is, but <laughs> as much as as much as we shit on TNA, TNA is not an indie either. No, 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 no. It I is. mean, they should be an indie. They'll probably be more successful. They should. Uh, Richard B just saying, Bobby Lashley did also. He and he had. Some, I think he only lost like one, two fights, if anything. But Lashley also had the background too. That's what I'm saying. What well, Punk is a little bit different. He should have went to an indie MMA company, not uh-huh. not none of the crap that you named. Okay, sorry. And that's what he should have. That's what he should have done. But um, I don't know. I wish Punk the best. I personally, for for selfish reasons, I would love to see him back in the wrestling back in the ring. ring. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's just me being selfish. But I will be tuning into this UFC fight. I'm not gonna lie to you. Guys. Of course. Now would that's for UFC 225, correct? Uh yes, two twenty five. Those twenty cinco. Oh yeah, habla español. Un poquito. <laughs> oh nice, nice. Me gusta habla español. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just we're gonna let Tone know this because we gotta take a little step aside. When Tone uses the Lucha page to write to us, it dings so people hear it. Okay. Tone, can you please go on just your saying. name? Just saying, because you're you're making this a ding. little bit of housekeeping. Tone, a little bit of housekeeping. I produce. You don't know. So. Uh, Okay, what do we got here? Okay, so we were talking about all in, and we were talking about yeah. the elite and the bullet club and stuff. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to New Japan, we're not talking about America. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or well, let's just talk about Japan. No, because New Japan has only been out to the West Coast. Well, no, I'm, we're not even going to include America. We're just going to uh-huh. just talk about Japan as a whole. Okay. Do you think that bullet club... That's including the elite and yeah and the, the and the original the original all all as a whole. Do you think they're kind of and I'm talking about Japan here are starting to become an afterthought? They've become, I won't say stale, but because they're, they're they're popping out here. They have no direction out there. So like so like chaos and you put this picture up right. You're like okay. This is the the strongest that chaos has looked since I, I and in a and, long time. And people that are New Japan fans that that have uh what you call it that you know that 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 are on the Facebook live yeah. maybe they could chime in on this. But chaos has not been the same since Nakamura left no. New Japan. No, no, not at all. Chaos has become like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the rise of Lij. And at that time, Bullet what? Club was was still very popular, mm-hmm. but now Chaos has majority of the titles, right? Yes. You got uh Yao and Show, Rapungi 3K. They're the IWGP Junior Tag Champions. Mm-hmm. You got um Goto. He's a never open weight champion. Yeah. You got um Will Osprey, IWGP uh Junior Heavyweight Champion. Jay White. Jay White, new member of Chaos, mm-hmm. the new blood of Chaos, mm-hmm. IWGP United States champion, and then you got Okada as the world champion, the IWGP heavyweight champion. 
That's a lot of gold yeah. for that stable alone. Mm-hmm. I, I think the last time I seen that amount of gold in one stable was Bullet Club when AJ was still in the group. Yeah, right before okay. they, they kicked him out but, and dropped the belt. Yeah, but, but right before that, I think like uh, probably a couple months, maybe close to a year before mm-hmm. AJ left the company. Now, I feel like Bullet Club, and I'm not a... Okay, I'll say more the elite, which yeah. as much as we like to agree or disagree, they're more of the of the vocal focus yeah. of the Bullet Club. The Wolfpack. A, a, a lot of people don't talk too much about what Tama Tonga's doing. And, and well, uh, if you're not a, a, a big die, wrestling uh, fan. If you're not a diehard New Japan fan yeah. or, if you're just, or if you just got into the Bullet Club just because of the Young Bucks and what they do on, on their YouTube yeah. page, maybe you're not even so aware or in tune with those guys. But me, that I watch New Japan. You watch New Japan? I love New Japan. Okay. I'm starting to see that they're starting to become like just a comedic act. And, and I love Kenny Omega to death. And I, I think this little plot twist with the with the Kota Ibushi and Cody turning on him. Yeah, like where is it going? Where is it going? But Bullet Club is not – it's become a comedy act. And I love Bullet Club. But mm-hmm. compared to when – AJ was in the group, Balor was in the group, Prince Devitt, and maybe the first couple of months that Kenny Omega took in charge of the group, yeah. there were more a serious group as a whole. Even when Adam Cole was in the group, it was still taking a, a real mm-hmm. serious. Yeah, they were doing the elite stuff, but I feel like now the elite and being the elite has kind of taken over what this original idea of the Bullet Club was. Yeah. It's like a watered-down version of what we're getting now, and, and it's just, hey, okay, it's the Bullet Club, but they have no substance, no substance where they can fill in and, and for you to be able to say, you know what, yeah, we know what they're about. They're basically, like, in limbo. Now, with the Bullet Club and everything that's going to happen, I mean, we've talked about it here before with the elite and everything else, um, I think that will be a good way to go with it. But, again, we have to see what's going to happen with this match coming up with Cody and Kenny, mm-hmm. what way are they going? You know, what are they going to choose well, to do? It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, just announced for WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. Orleans? Yeah, for Ring of Honor, uh, Super Card of Honor, they announced Kenny Omega and uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So rumor has it, and I could be completely wrong here, rumor has it is that this match is going to be for the control of the Bullet Club. Oh, okay. So um, I don't know if that's set in stone yet, but that's where the that's a couple of rumors that I read. It's funny because— uh, So that's what they're saying. Ring of, Ring of Honor's not—they're not holding back. They got Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi's going to be on the card, and they're going to go head-to-head with NXT TakeOver. So it should be a very interesting uh, a card for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor never disappoints. So um, we gotta kind of we gotta kind of wait and see. We gotta wait to see where this uh where this goes with uh with the Bullet Club and the Elite. Me personally, I think the the the, the stable should split because it's not it's not what it used to mean before. What Bullet Club is now, it's and listen, I still like Bullet Bullet Club, but it's not. How uh it used to be, and Cody Rhodes <laughs> tweeted just, out. Just tweet it. Uh, just tweeted it now. Um, if you guys go on Twitter, Cody Rhodes just t- tweeted. He's coming. Barry, B U R Y, is coming to being the elite, and it's this bear with a Bullet Club shirt 
it, but it's the logo of the Bullet Club small, and then it says on the bottom, it's fine. So it's Bullet Club is fine. Uh, I'm still going back with that. There needs to be a split. I think there should be the Elite, and then there should be the Bullet Club. And maybe Bullet Club could just stay as a Japan thing. And then we'll see, uh, whatchamacallit, we'll see the Elite kind of take over more of the U.S. Because a lot of people that are into the Bullet Club now are into the Elite. Mm-hmm. They don't even. They probably don't even know that Balak Fale and Tamatunga were one of the original four. They probably have no clue. No, no, not at all. And and again, if you if you're looking at it, kind of like what you've been saying all along, have uh the elite do the Bullet Club U.S. Mm-hmm. and have the originals do Bullet Club New Japan, and then what you do is have them fight each other at Wrestle Kingdom it, next year. It, it, it's getting to a point between the elite and the Bullet Club, the original, the, the I guess. Bullet Club Japan. I don't even know what to call yeah, it. We'll go with that from now on. I don't even know what to call them. But yeah. it's getting to the point that you rarely see them even interact with each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Yeah, when, when they, was the last time you had them all on stage? Like together? Not yeah. even for that Kenny Omega segment. No, because you only had. You, you, didn't, you only saw the elite. You didn't see um, Battle of Fale, Tamatanga, the Tonga Bro. You didn't see none of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Owens, you didn't see none of them there, so it's kind of like they stay in their own little like world. World, and then you got the elite kind of dealing with their own issues. But I don't know. We gotta wait and see what happens. Um, I think a split is bound to happen either mm. way. We kind of gotta wait and see. But yeah. speaking about the Bullet Club and New Japan and all this other stuff, um, so uh, it just came out today. Just did that. Access TV announced that they'll be broadcasting live March twenty fifth. It's on a Saturday. Strong style of all. This is the second nice. Uh, nice. West Coast show for uh, New New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They're going to be broadcasting it live. JR and um, Josh Barnett are going to be doing commentary. It's okay. not, not going to be uh, um, Don Callis and Kevin Kelly, even though I would prefer them better. I like the, that teaming I would. I would better. prefer them better doing the commentary booth, but hey, I, I don't mind JR ever on commentary. No, not at all. He, he, always, he always adds that little bit of flavor. That so... What's good about this is they're gonna do the same thing they did last year for mm-hmm. the 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 show they did last year in okay. the G one special, the US special. Okay, yeah. And yeah, the same that. thing they did for Wrestle Kingdom a couple of days after the the live show. They did mm-hmm. it they, they did know, the, the three hour the, special the three hour special on the weekend. So what they're gonna do is the whole day. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Can't the whole fucking day. Can't go wrong with that. That day I'm staying home. <laughs> <laughs> you staying home? I'm staying that day I'm staying home <laughs> and I'm gonna just be fat and, and watch wrestling all day. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, 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 I'm taking, I'm, you know, I'm taking a day just to chill and yeah. You're you're, call, you're calling out wrestling. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna watch New Japan all day. I think, I think I've told you uh, when there were soccer games going on, like in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like I would tell my boss because it was cool. Them, I was like, yo, tomorrow I'm calling out soccer. So when wrestling comes on, mm-hmm. now we can call out wrestling. There you go. We don't even have to come in. <laughs> so, so um, there was some. Oh, let me not forget about this. I, I got to. I forgot. I was gonna mention this. That was, this will be the second topic I was gonna mention, but I completely forgot. Um, it's okay. It's my fault anyway. Saturday, I attended a Wrestle Pro show in Raleigh, New Jersey. I like the obligatory. Uh, that you're saying it wrong. Is the oh, mandatory, mandatory ring view shot? We changed it because we were getting okay. cease and desist and. I got chastised. Ch- chastised? Chastised. Okay. Like a chastised belt? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, so we, we attended this Wrestle Pro show. The Big Dog Tone came with me. There were a lot of repeats on my feed. Just What do you mean? 
I'll explain later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we <laughs> we attended the WrestlePro show uh, in Rowan, New Jersey. It was the first show of the year. And the Big asshole. Dog Tone came. Uh, the came, Big Dog watches wrestling. He came with me. He uh, also um, Damien, my buddy Damien, and also Daniel from the Heel Mark. She was there also. Um, oh. Go, go, go. Stop. Go. Uh, no, dude. I'm so, here. so I ended up buying. Um, I, this is what I forgot to tell you about that show. Oh. I ended up buying two Pentagon uh, shirts. You couldn't get me one. They don't have your size. I could fix them. You don't, you don't know. know. Um, Actually, you do know because you've seen my my work. You fix jerseys though, not shirts. I fix shirts too. I only seen you fix jerseys. That's because I'm able to find shirts that actually fit me. <laughs> okay. Well, this guy, I was lucky to find an extra large for yours, truly. Okay. So, um, I want the mask, though. Bad. They did have masks, though. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't going to buy a mask. I would have paypal you the money. Okay, carry on. So, uh, <laughs> they, 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 had, uh, see, they had some dope Pentagon uh, uh, shirts or whatever. I ended up uh-huh. buying two. I bought a Penta Cero Miedo shirt because that's his name now. And uh-huh. then I bought a Pentagon Junior shirt. Badass shirts, bro. Okay. We're going to talk about Penta in a minute. Keep going with your story, but just little side on Penta. Okay, cool, cool, Keep cool. Well, it's funny because I do have a, a Penta mention also. So we attended WrestlePro. The whole yeah. show was fucking great. Yeah, um, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo. I refuse to say Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact. That's not his name. You know that they're just calling him an Impact now? <sighs> Johnny, Johnny Mundo, <laughs> John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, John Hennigan. He fought Dan Moff. Uh, people that don't know who Dan Moff is, do your research. He's been yes. in the business for the longest, early days of Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor with Dan, with Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Cole Cabana, like the early, early days of Ring of Honor. Um, he's a he's a well known indie guy. Um, he wrestled Dan Moff, John Morrison, and Dan Moff. Oh, really, really, I think that was my favorite match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the main event was um, Angelina Love. Um, Emma. Emma, now going by... Uh, Whatever the fuck her name is. Te- uh, what is it? Tonelli? Tonelli? Dashwood? De- Dashwood, I think. Dashwood? No. Yes. The match was good. Okay. They they went uh, they went a bit stiffsky in some in some parts of the match. Yeah? Yeah, but like I think they were just trying to like, hey, it's the first time a, a women's main event at WrestlePro. Uh-huh. So I think they wanted to and, and how amp was it the, up a little bit. And how was the crowd? Oh, the crowd was alive throughout the whole night. It was a very... It was actually, uh, they got like a thousand people in there. A little uh, over a thousand. Richard Beecher is asking, was Moff in the original ECW? No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. But he would have fit well in the original ECW. You think he would? Oh, absolutely. The way he is. Yeah. He does by, a lot by, of the way, by the way, he's Puerto Rican, Poppy. Yeah, he is Puerto Rican. <laughs> Bayonne, New Jersey. <laughs> really, really cool dude. Um, Yeah, the whole show was great. I, I really, really enjoyed the show. Uh-huh. Um, There was a really dope triple threat match with uh my guy, Eli C- Drake. Oh, oh the EC3. Um, no, not EC3. He's I in NXT. <laughs> he was supposed to be on the card if he wouldn't have signed with, uh, <laughs> with WWE. I'm, I remember. So Eli Drake uh, fought these two uh, indie guys. One is Matt McIntosh, the Bad Apple Matt McIntosh. Yeah, I like the play on. And then also uh, Anthony Bowens. Uh, he really, really talented dude. He comes out with like a kind of like a, a shield Power Rangers looking thing. It, it, it's real. It's like the Green Ranger type. Okay. Thing. And that's kind of his. He doesn't dress like a Power Ranger, but like he comes out with that, uh, and then he takes it off. Obviously, when he okay. Wrestles, but like obviously he's a big Power Rangers 
fan. You think? Yeah, you would think, right? Uh, same packed house in Rawway. Thank you at something. Pebuck. There you go, Pebuck. Pebuck. Yeah, it was a really, really good show. Pebuck wasn't even on the card. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Alberto El Patron. El Patron. He uh fought this dude named uh, Fala Ball. He, Fala who? He's this big Asian looking dude. Okay. Um, he's on Impact also. He's on Impact Wrestling also. The, okay, I barely watch WWE. You you think I watch Impact? Well, that, um, you gave me a look, so that's why I was telling you his little background. No, no, no. no thank you, though. Thank you. He's a WrestlePro I original. Um, he had he had a solid match with Alberto. Alberto went over. Mm-hmm. Um, Alberto got a great crowd uh reaction. Okay. All in all, the show was great. I had fun. Uh, everybody, I, the whole crowd seemed happy with the show, mm-hmm. and. I think this is the most people Russell Pro has got. I know they broke over a thousand people nice, in there. Nice, nice. So I like uh, it. I good, like it. good for them. And if you want more information about Russell Pro, go to WrestleProOnline dot com. They always do a good show, so check them out. We have a lot of people. Um, so you were talking about Pentagon, right? Yeah. You said you had something to say about Pentagon, but before you say your story about Pentagon, Pentagon. Penta Cero Miedo, he's actually going to be where Ray Phoenix and I forget the CZW champion in CZW, but they're actually going to be in CZW this Saturday. I'm probably not going to attend. I, I kind of want to because uh-huh. the main event alone yeah. is like... I they, know. They're, they're going to fight OVE, Ohio versus every uh, everything, which yeah. is uh, Sammy Callahan, Jake Christ, and uh, Dave Christ. That ma- it's, a, it's like an extreme lucha match. Like That's what it's built. Mm-hmm. That's the title of the match. That main event alone, I want to go, but I highly doubt I'm going to go for other reasons that I will share with you guys later. In in a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you guys if you guys are in Jersey, New York, or Philly area, just just go to CZWWrestling.com, and that main event alone is a reason just to go to the show. I think GA is like twenty five bucks. So, um, and if you've never been to a CZW show, mm-hmm. research CZW, and you'll be shocked. A lot of people yes. that went through that, uh. That um, what you call that promotion? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump uh, right into WWE. Okay. Announced this week, the Latin American uh tournament. Right. That's what they're giving it. Yeah, but that ended up being fake news, dude. That was fake news. That there was an update that came out. Uh, with, oh, so, okay. God damn it. Okay, so forget about Pentagen, man. Fucking. You, so hold on, wait. You thought he was gonna be in the Latin America? I would. I would have liked to see that. I mean, I would have loved to see that, but who knows? There's been a bunch of times where WWE has uh, neglected and, and tried to, and turned down rumors like this wasn't going to happen or whatever, uh-huh. and then it ends up And happening. then it happens. So maybe with this buzz that these rumors did come out that there was this Latin America a tournament that was going to happen this summer, mm-hmm. maybe that might spark interest, or maybe WWE is just working us. We don't know. But William Regal did end up coming out saying, like, hey, I go on Twitter just to plug something, to promote something, but um, there's been rumors going around that – that uh, that there's this tournament going to happen at this at this moment right now. There's no uh interest on in doing a Latin America tournament. Regal said that. Regal said that. There's interest because if there was really no interest, then the WWE would have come out and said that. Yeah, Christopher Brown just uh also said what we were just saying right now that William Regal uh denied it. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank and, you. But he's also saying that he thinks he might be blowing smoke up our asses. No, I, I think so. Okay, so well, no, that goes back to what you just said yeah. right now. <laughs> so if if there really was no tournament. Then the and WWE would say they would no, not even that. They would have just simply ignored it. Yeah, and not so, even, and then it wouldn't happen. So now, let's make up this this tournament in our mind, right? Definitely Mexico heavy. 
Because there's not that many guys in I, South America. I saw uh, a familiar country of yours. Argentina. Peru. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> asshole. Um, no, but, th- okay, so there is a wrestling thing in Argentina, but I really hope none of those motherfuckers get picked. But we don't know, bro. There might be somebody that... They, they are cartoony. I'm not talking about that, bro. You're talking about something that... That you watched many years ago. There no, might no, be no. no, they still do it now. But there might be okay, but what I'm trying to say is like there might be like an indie darling in Argentina uh-huh. that might be out there lit as hell that we don't know about. We don't know. I, I can be. I can be I can be a Congratulations. Lucha. You played yourself. We don't know. We we uh-huh. don't know. Like, you know, like in Japan, right? There's this women's company called Stardom, right? Okay. There's a lot of women that come out of there that we probably don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And they're probably, you know, like the next big thing. And and you know what? And it's funny because wrestling, well, we don't we don't see it as much here. You know, we always think, okay, Latin America, boom, Mexico, and that's it. But it's really big. I mean, uh, WWE went down to Chile. They went down to Peru. They went to Brazil. They went to Argentina. And they keep <laughs> going back. So... So, it is big down there. Go. So, uh, Sunil the heel. Shout out to our buddy. Sunil. Uh, buddy Sunil. He said, why do it? They barely do anything with the UK champ. So, the UK, and, and this might, and if the Latin America Go. tournament does happen, right, it, it might be on the same boat. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But you got to understand that some of these UK guys, right, they did sign deals, but they signed deals where they don't necessarily have to only work for the WWE, they could work in all these other indie promotions. Yeah. What's wh- the positive out of, out of all this? Yeah, they might not, we might not see them always on TV, but just being associated with the WWE and yeah. being, for example, the UK champion, it does raise your stock value. So like, and also you, the eyes on your product. If you too. go, if you go uh, to a lot of these like UK indie promotions, right? You notice a lot of them will be like, Oh, the first time a WWE guy will wrestle a uh, Impact Wrestling guy or a New Japan guy or a Ring of Honor guy. Well, you remember when uh, when this whole UK thing was going on and uh, Triple H showed up at one of those shows, the one that McIntyre owns or he has part in uh, in England. I- ICW. Yeah, the fans mm-hmm. were going crazy. Exactly. You know, so but and and to the point, and we actually brought up a good point because now Sunil saying that they won't do any tournaments where people don't speak English, mm-hmm. bro. Every show that we watch here, even though you know how only in the pay-per-views they show like the guys, the Russian guys and the Brazilian guys, the Spanish commentators Mm -hmm. go head to head with the guys and they do it live every week. Mario and I actually had the chance to meet Hugo Savinovich. And if you don't know who that is, that's the guy that used to be there for years in the WWE. They produce as much for the Spanish as they do for the English part of it. So remember, and 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 I've said this. I grew up watching this. Like this was, I'm gonna be real, right? Mm-hmm. So wrestling, okay, was the way I was able to learn English. Not gonna lie. I mean, uh, the same thing happened with Kevin Owens. Yeah, he learned English through Jr. I yeah, believe. but this is about me, not Kevin Owens. Fuck Kevin Owens. No, no, no. It's okay. I like Kevin Owens. No, no, but it's true though. So like. Being somebody from from not here, no, from another language, mm-hmm. you are able to connect the two and go along with it. I yeah. mean, I'm pretty sure if you drop John Cena anywhere, they're going to know who he is. Absolutely. Anywhere, they're going to know who John Cena is. In India, how big is the WWE in India? It's, it's huge. I, well, r- wrestling in general is big in India. The problem is with India, it's like, 
from what I read online, people in India don't don't necessarily buy tickets to go to shows. Well, they usually just give them out. So that's why they had to cut their tour short, mm-hmm. and they ended up combining like two shows like in one night because like the like the ticket sales or like yeah. the tickets weren't like. Well, you also have to understand like the 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 poverty line. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard actually has a really good point there. Uh, remember when they had the when the Worlds Collide pay per view in WCW? You remember was, that? Yeah, I do remember that. You remember was, that? Uh, C- what was it? Seymour Mel and Triple H. And that's right? where you had La Parker come in. That's yeah. where you had Psychosis come in. Yeah. Where then they went away, and that's where Paul Heyman said, "Hey, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like this other guy." Well, Paul Heyman, like I said, he wasn't a great businessman, but he was an innovator. He had an eye. He had an eye for the for wrestling, and I think the best way he put it, and I think it was on the documentary VCW. He was like. The best he compared it to the music. He they had Guns N' Roses and they and then Nirvana came out of nowhere and just blew up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what he compared like what the wrestling business needed. They needed to find the Nirvana of the wrestling of business to just come in and just shock so, the world. So in the Spanish world, right, you have three main channels at that time, mm-hmm. right? You had uh, Univision forty one, Telemundo forty seven, and then Galavision, which was a Spanish one forty five. Galavision would play Triple A Saturdays. At around eleven o'clock, okay, and that would actually lead into you were able to watch AAA on Saturday, and then stay up at one o'clock to watch ECW. So there you go, <laughs> that's what you had back in the day. Now again, remember with the South America thing, you have a lot of wrestling fans, a lot of wrestling fans that you don't need to translate a headlock for a headlock. You know what it is. You know what it looks like if you're. That's the thing. So that's why it bothers me a little bit when they say, oh, Shinsuke Nakamura can't cut a promo. You don't need him to speak to no, cut a promo. Hey, you, re- you re- When Nakamura, and I think this is where on the other side of the of the, of the coin, when you look at Asuka, the very little she says, it, it means something. You got to keep Nakamura's promos or what he says on the mic very minimal. You don't have to have him say much because he's by far one of the most charismatic guys in the company without saying a word. Yeah, and you could do that with Nakamura. Nakamura doesn't necessarily have to cut promos; he's a very charismatic without saying a word. I was there for NXT Brooklyn when he uh when he won the NXT World Title against Samoa Joe, and when that dude came out, and and it doesn't I, I'm using this as an example, but that dude has this thing about him where he just catches your eye, and he doesn't have to say anything. No, man. no, no, no. The place just blows up. And unfortunately, on the main roster, he's been poor. Book his 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 booking has been very poorly done. Mm-hmm. But now, um, with this Royal Rumble win, hopefully that changes, and hopefully they won't have him be talking that much. And let's hope so. Let's just be. It's like very minimal. And there's some changes going on, especially with this 205 Live tournament, also for the cruiserweight title. That's gonna culminate at WrestleMania. Mm. Um, for those who watched 205 Live, Roger Strong beat a Hideo Tommy. That's what I wanted to talk about. Also, um, Callisto defeated, uh, what's his face? Um, the other masked dude. Not um, not the heavier two. What's his, um, uh, ask the, the people in the chat. Tiger guy? Yeah, he has like a tiger's mask. I forget his no. name. Uh, Nakamura's aura is more than sufficient. Is what Damon Chan is saying. It's oh, true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, and Christopher Brown saying, "I can see Nakamura going over with AJ. AJ is going to be a heel after he loses." 
Lince Dorado. There you go, Lince Dorado. I, c- I couldn't think of the dude's name. Oh, and by the way, uh, to the guys that are trying to send us the message, you have to send it through WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp voice message. You see that little green so we can go ahead icon and play right on the corner? That's the WhatsApp icon, so you can leave us your messages yeah, on so there. If, if, uh, yeah, don't leave the voice message. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> with this, um, so Hideo Tommy and Roderick Strong. What about that match? Because uh, I ended up, not, not that we were going back and forth, but uh, one of our one friends of the show, one of our friends of the show on our IG page, was saying like, oh, why can't they just have Hideo go over and and you know like I don't think Roger Strong is that good and some other stuff and the best way to put it is and we've talked this about past episodes about Hideo Tommy, Hideo Tommy has been very underwhelming in WWE. Period. The injuries has not helped him. He's not even half the man he was when he was Kenta in Pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah. He's not. He really isn't. And that and I'm not trying to disrespect the guy, but he just hasn't been that guy um there's a there's a reason why when he uh challenged bobby Roode for um for the nxt world title that wasn't the main event that uh that diy and um the authors of pain was the main event there's a reason because of that because he's just not that guy and to me um there's more value in roger strong he hasn't done much in nxt uh-huh. where it necessarily hurts Roderick. I think the the shining, I think the most lit popping thing he's done in NXT was being part of that War Games match. Is that what the young kids are saying out there? Lit and popping. No, by the way. Oh, by the way, the uh, I found out this week that Bay does not come from baby. It actually means before uh, before anyone else. Well, I I don't say Bay. I'm just I'm just saying. Okay. If you're gonna say Bay. I don't say baby. No, it doesn't come from baby. Um, so with with that match, Hideo Tommy and Roderick Strong, I think that <laughs> la puta madre is fucking cough. I think that puts a nail in the coffin on Hideo Tommy because Bad, remember <laughs> three weeks ago they brought him in because he was supposed to take over for Enzo. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, he's not two hundred five, but we're gonna kind of put him there. Remember? We had and, this conversation, and then it was like what the second week already he like hurt Brian Kendrick and broke his nose. Yeah. <laughs> So this, to me, to me, this puts the nail in the coffin. I'm sorry, Hideo Tommy. I like his work, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's translating. See what I did there, translation? Well, it's um, speaking of that, Christopher Brown goes, um, after losing Roger Strong last night's uh, yeah. 205 Live, Hideo Tommy posted a cryptic tweet. Um, it's over. Then he ended up uh, tweeting something back. I think he's kind of playing with fans saying, like, um, he he did a he did a response to that tweet. It was like it's over, and then he put something like, "But not until something." Uh-huh. I forgot exactly what is it that he posted. Um, don't forget, guys. If you guys want to leave some uh WhatsApp messages for us, any ideas or any comments or grievances or whatever it is you know that you want to say, if we get any good ones, we will play them on air. Uh, remember that number is nine zero eight three five six nine two five four. Uh, while Leo's getting up and, and he has to go handle some business right now. Um, before we talk about Raw and some SmackDown, Jason Jordan, which is a, a very trending uh, topic, you know, with everything that he's been doing on the WWE um, and the portrayal of his character, unfortunately with him right now, um, he actually just went through neck surgery. Um, that kind of puts a damper on a lot of different things. I think think if i was a betting man 
I think the direction for Jason Jordan is finally a full heel turn and then him possibly having a match with Seth Rollins at, at WrestleMania. Now that kind of puts a big question on Seth Rollins. I highly doubt Jason Jordan is going to be at Mania in a, in, a, you know, in, a, in a match or anything like that. I don't see that happening. Um, but we have to wait and see. Um, nowadays, with technology, you can watch. Okay, that was Elvis. Um, try to leave a message someone picked up. Um, not sure why somebody picked up. We're going to talk to Leo about that. That's weird. <laughs> um, sorry about Rich. Uh, sorry about that, Rich. We'll we'll try to figure out. Maybe I'll leave him. Well, no, because Gio left a message last week, so I don't know what's the issue. So you called, and there was no um, there was no what was it? There was just somebody picked up. Maybe you try doing this. Try to go on WhatsApp and try to leave like a voice message, like not call the number, like like when you're texting somebody. So you go on WhatsApp, you type in the number, whatever, and. Hold the mic button and leave a voicemail message. Try to do it like that. A voice message. Try doing that, uh, Rich. So with all this stuff with Jason Jordan, um, I honestly don't know what the future holds with him. There's rumors going around that he might be out for at least a year. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, there's still no update on him. Rumors is that he might be out for a year, but there's still no... Um, with the WWE or Jason Jordan or his wife or, like, the doctor saying, like, the timetable for him. But the rumors is it's a year. This puts a damper on Seth Rollins, what he might be possibly doing in WrestleMania. And towards the end of the show, I'm going to talk about Seth Rollins because I got some fantasy booking ideas with him. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a shame because Jason Jordan was playing his part. He was doing a good job at it, um, playing this, like, sneaky, whiny, heel-ish character. Um, he knew exactly how to play with the crowd. And now it's kind of taken away from him because of an injury. Uh, hopefully it's not as bad as the rumors are making it out to be. But we do know he did have successful surgery. I believe it was earlier today. Um, and we just kind of got to wait and see what happens next with him. Um, you know, we wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he... Jason Jordan? Yeah, Jason Jordan. What? All right. So let's talk a little bit about Raw. So, um... The show started off with a uh, with a Roman Reigns and a Bray Wyatt match. Now these two got good chemistry; they always have good matches. Um, I think it was pretty much a given uh-huh. that Roman Reigns was going to go over. But man, dude, I just feel bad for Bray Wyatt. Bro. Put a fork in him. That dude, man, it's like that dude can't catch a break. Man, it's just. How many L's does this guy got to take? Like, he means, like, beating Bray Wyatt now is like beating Dolph Ziggler. It means nothing at all. Uh, he, he's become an enhancement talent. It, it, it's so, it, it, it really hurts me because it's like, yo, Bray Wyatt was, this could have been this generation's Undertaker. Undertaker. Um, To be honest with you, and I love Undertaker. He's in my top five. But to me, Bray Wyatt is a hundred times better than Undertaker on the mic. Um, yeah. He, that was your new age Undertaker. That was that could have been your this generation's Undertaker, and they just make him lose. You, you've you've wasted any mystique that you can have with him. And it's it's sad, bro. It, it really it's really sad, and I feel I really feel bad for the guy. And I did a post on like after he lost, I was like, yo, he should really just ask for his release. Like, mm-hmm. 
Um, granted, I, I mean, his life can't be that bad. He's making a. Pre- I'm pretty sure his contract is pretty good, and he's and, you know he's banging Who, Bray? Jojo. Bray and is ba- and banging, banging Jojo, and he's banging Jojo. So yeah. I mean, life is good over there. But come on, man, like he that. Well, dude, he's taking an L professionally, but he's giving the D personally. I guess so. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. I think he has so much more to offer. Um, we've thrown ideas in the past that maybe he should yeah. go to the Indies or Ring of Honor or New Japan or something. He needs uh, to do something, something um, to, to kind of... Uh, I, I just feel really bad for the guy. Yeah, it's for you. You can go away. Thank you, sir. Um, so uh, we have Elvis asking us uh, if we know where Carlito, Mr. Kennedy, and Chris Masters are right now. All right, well, Chris Masters just left Impact Wrestling. Yes. He was uh, pretty much a li- uh, Eli Drake's lackey. Yeah. That was pretty much what he was doing. Which he was much more than that, though. But just saying. What do you mean? Masters could have been much more than that. Yeah, but he was he was pretty simple in the ring. Yeah, he had a look, but he was he was generic in the ring. Like he he was vanilla, is what you're saying? No, 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 no. He he wasn't vanilla at all. It's Ooh, just I have some ice cream. Oh, he sorry. was just yeah. to me. He was just a generic guy in the ring and. I think the most he got over was in that 2005 going to 2006. The Master Lock Challenge. The Master Lock Challenge and being part of the Elimination Chamber. Then he was like a tag team with Carlito for a while. I Speaking of Carlito, what's Carlito? Uh, Carlito's in, an indie guy. He's enjoying life. Enjoying life. Um, wrestling for his father, WWC. Uh, he is out in, in the face. Out in Puerto Rico. Um, oh. I would have loved to see the dude back in the Royal Rumble as like a surprise entrant. I think Carlito should have been WWE champion when he was in the company. I was very high in Carlito. Um, I felt like they didn't capitalize on the story and the history with Cena and Carlito. Uh-huh. Like when they were both on Raw and they could have been feuding for the world title. Um, I think WWE could have done something more with that and they chose not to. Um, yeah, man. I was always high in Carlito. He's an indie guy now and I think he just finds happiness doing that. And Senor Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. Uh, he was in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. They released him because he was dealing with uh, a pill addiction, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Then he was wrestling in the Indies, and now he actually owns a school. He runs a wrestling school with uh with Davari, not Davari from Two Five Live, Davari's older brother, the Sean Davari, the original Davari. Yeah, the original Davari. They both have a wrestling school, and I'm I, and I believe that both guys do Indies, like nice, they do Independence. Nice. I know, like. Not too long ago, I believe uh, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson, whatever you want to call him. He's still uh, Mr. Kennedy to me, goddamn. He he did wrestle for Ring of Honor. He had a match. I can't remember who it was, but he did have a match with somebody. Now, so he, he's, he's around. He's still in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. He's just, uh, I guess he just picks and chooses where he wants to go. And and at this point in the game, if if you have a school and it's successful, you don't need to technically go and wrestle every week. You just want to be able to to teach people uh, what you've learned, and not always the greatest wrestlers become the best teachers. Mm-hmm. So, so I think we're in agreement that Bray Wyatt is meaningless in the WWE, right? Yes, he is. And, and you posted this, and he's done. He's done. Stick a fork in him. You know, unfortunately, I don't think you have much of a chance to build up that mystique at all again. I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. Well. It it sucks. You know, hold on, Richard Beecher, you know who I miss, Monty Brown. He could have been great. Yeah, Monty Brown could have been somebody. He was Monty great. Brown. In T- you don't remember the, him in TNA? He used, to, he used to have this entrance, and I'm going to imitate it right now. I don't care if I make a jackass go, of go, myself. Go, go, go. He used to do this entrance, right, when he used to come in. It's like he smelled like a pile of shit, and he used to be like doing something like this. like. 
Monty Brown. Look up Monty Brown. Then he went. He did go to WWE at one point. He had like a a quick cup co- a coffee in WWE. Um, I think his name was Marcus Corvan. Hold on, Chris Brown said he just saw his win loss record from 2014 to now, and he cringed. Chris, let us know what the win loss record is for uh, Bray Wyatt. So. The pounce the is what they pounce. You remember him? No, I'm gonna How look you for not it now. Remember Monty Brown? I want to look for it now. Yeah, Monty I did like Monty. Brown. I like Monty Brown in TNA. I didn't like him when he went to the WWE and was in that revamped version of ECW, especially with a name like Marcus Corvan. I even think that's his real name, or it was Marcus, or was uh Monty Brown his real name? I, I forget. I don't know what I'm. Hey, twenty percent. Yeah, good job. Well, this guy right now is looking at... What about Monty Brown? That's not Monty Brown. That's Monty Brown. The little one. Yes. I don't remember him. You don't remember him? I'm going to have to do my homework. Okay. Next week we'll find out who Monty Brown is. Yeah, I agree. Monty Brown could have been something, but he was a short guy. You know how WWE feels about short guys. Yeah. You could turn that down, you know? Oh, sorry, sorry. Cookies kicking in. Oh boy! All right. Um. So we also saw a raw shades of a Saucer Banks heel turn. A little bit, especially with um the little um back and forth he uh she had with a uh, Bailey. Yeah. Um. Bailey still. That's another one that means nothing in the WWE. But she did have a great match with Oscar. I'll give her that. Mm. She did have a great match. But with, she uh, could go in the ring. The thing is that her her, her whole thing is stale. It's stale, and WWE dropped the ball with her booking. I don't remember Monty Brown. Okay, we're we're uh, we're on to the next subject besides Monty. Oh, he Brown. was trained by Sabu and and Severn, Dan Severn. Okay, so um, also one thing that if I gotta speak positive on WWE's handling the women, at least right now they got four segments on Raw. They've done a horrible job, um, piggybacking this Ronda Rousey thing. Not even a mention of her on this past uh, week's yeah. episode. But at least they gave the women four segments. Like I said, Bailey had a great match with Asuka. Asuka won by submission. Also, um, there were they ran a weird angle, which I had some opinions about it, even though what Alexa Bliss said was true. Yes, it was. To Kurt Angle, but they ran like a sexist Ooh, angle. Wow. The no- I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back a little bit because these numbers are scary. Bray Wyatt. Okay, and thank you for Richard Brown for the information. 2014. Richard Brown or Christopher Brown? Christopher Brown. I'm sorry. I saw Richard right before, right on top, and then Chris down at the bottom. Hold on. Better be. Don't touch. This is what happens when you... Picking my own poison. Go ahead. This is what happens when you eat a fucking cookie on the show. Don't do that shit again. Go ahead. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay, so we have... Uh, 2014, 49 wins, 129 losses. Jesus Christ. 2015, 26 wins, uh, 26 wins, 133 losses. It's fucking bullshit, man. 2016, 24 wins, 107 losses. 2017, he went up, 37 wins. But 95 losses. And in this 2018, if you include this week's Raw loss to Roman, Bray is 2 and 12. It's horrible, man. Hit him with the button. 
that one. That is a disgusting act. And I'm going to give it? you this one already. Congratulations. What? You played yourself. Because you should have never ate the cookie. Actually, I need a cookie. I'm fucking with you. What, well, you need to wake up. You need to do something. Okay, boss. Okay, no problem, boss. <laughs> so um also so okay so they ran this weird angle which I'm surprised why they even ran this angle even uh-huh. though I agree with everything Alexa Bliss said on on this uh segment but yeah about Brock Lesnar about Brock Lesnar and everything she said uh, uh, about like why I got to be defending my title and Brock Lesnar gets to pick and choose when he shows up mm-hmm. and how come he's not defending his title Kurt Angle didn't make a a, a, a decent response saying well last time he defended your title was in October which it's like he buries the company, <laughs> but he does have a point in the sense like, okay, he's she's your champion. So technically, if she hasn't defended the title in since October, doesn't like if we're going by kayfabe, doesn't that mean she have to give up the title? So she hasn't defended in over 30 days? Oh, uh, yeah. But then again, they pick and choose when they want to use that um uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not stipulation, but um that gimmick, maybe? Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that gimmick. Um Oh, after 30 days, you can, you know. Yeah, which uh, they pick and choose when they want to use it. They pick and choose it. when they want to use it. So in theory, Alexa Bliss shouldn't be champion, but anyways, she's still champion. What I also find funny is the the this point in time in this world that we're living in. This is really a bad um, segment slash angle that you guys would want to do, especially the WWE. Like, why even tease with it? Because if you noticed, uh-huh. there was, like, a couple of boos from women, especially then when Kurt Angle was, like, asking, like, well, I'm going to ask what the WWE Universe wants. Like, do you want of uh, Alexa Bliss? And you hear, like, the row of men, but you heard some women stay quiet. Like, you didn't hear that much <laughs> women and and in the in the involved in the cheers and like I said with the time and place that we're living in now I that's, me too. That's not something that I think WWE would should toy with. No, no. But anyways, besides that weird part of this segment, Kurt Angle did announce that Nia Jax will fight Asuka at a elimination chamber. And if Nia Jax wins, that means we might possibly see a triple threat match if Asuka chooses to be uh to face the raw champion uh-huh. in uh in a triple threat match, if Nia Jax wins, if Nia Jax beats Oscar, there might be a potential triple threat. But I don't. Think uh, no, 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 because then then it takes away everything that you're building. Yeah, so I don't think it's gonna be a triple threat. But we did see that. Um, also, we let we ended up seeing Alexa Bliss later on uh, making the save for Mickey James after Mickey James was getting beat down by Absolution minus Paige. Well, Paige was there, but she wasn't getting uh, physical. Um, Alexa Bliss did make the save. Um, I think this is something where Alexa Bliss is going to try to sneak her way and get everybody's like approval from her opponents because the from the Elimination Chamber because the Le- Elimination Chamber match for the women's the competitors did get announced. Yeah. So we're going to have Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, the same six. Uh, what's uh De- Deville? What is it? What's her first name? Deville. Yeah, Deville. No, um, what's her name? Sony Deville and uh, Mandy Rose. Yeah. They're all going to be in the match against Alexa Bliss in the Elimination Chamber. The first ever Elimination Chamber. The first ever. Yeah. Would it be the main event? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because I think what the Royal Rumble was a little bit different because the payoff and 
they knew about the Ron, obviously because of the Ron okay, thing. yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, it was yeah, Maybelline. Right. With this one, I don't as much as like Alexa Bliss does have a, a strong fan base, right? Mm-hmm. I think WWE would rather choose a shitload of booze yeah. from the crowd with Roman Reigns winning the Elimination Chamber because I at the end of the day that's where we're going, people. Yeah, we know uh, that's why he gave up the title. Um, I think a lot of people would rather see that than um than a mediocre cheers for Alexa Bliss. Uh, Chris Brown is saying the women's chamber match should go on right before the men's. Yeah, I I I, I don't think that's gonna happen because I think they want like a popcorn match in between the chamber matches. Uh-huh. But um, I don't see them having back to back chamber matches. It'll probably be one or maybe the second match on the card will probably be the chamber match, and then we'll have the main event chamber match. Also, um. On Raw, we saw Elias getting a big win in a triple threat match over Cena and Braun Strowman. Us being uh, Samoa Joe fans, don't we wish that Samoa Joe was there? Yeah, but he's hurt, man. He's still favoring an injury, so we. No, but I'm saying, but I mean, yeah, he, there's no reason why he shouldn't be in this. Uh, I'm sure Samoa Joe wouldn't have gotten hurt. I'm sure he would have been in the. That was his push, basically. Yes. The Elias thing is was was, but I like Elias, and I think he's he's definitely well deserving. So who wants to walk with Elias? The button. The rated R superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Slide into his DMs, lady. At rated R since '87. Um. Also, um. So Elias got a big win. He pinned Cena. Granted, Braun Strowman did the damage, and then mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, Strowman did more damage after the match. Um, Braun Strowman standing tall. Elias got the big win, so he looked good. And Cena catches another L. Yeah, but at this point, What's for that? Cena, it doesn't matter. It doesn't for matter. Bray Wyatt, come on. Absolutely. Um, now, moving on to, oh, one more mention about Raw. So next week, there's going to be a last chance fatal four-way. Yes. So it's going to be Bray yeah. Wyatt, Finn Balor, Matt Hardy. Apollo Crews, and Matt Hardy. Your guy, Apollo Cruz. No, so, no, 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 no. Uh, contraire, mon frere. That is your guy. Come on, you don't like the French? You played yourself. I threw a little French. Apollo Cruz. I don't even know why this dude's even in the match. I don't. I, Seth Rollins needs to be in this gimmick. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna talk about Seth Rollins God, at the I end know. of the show. I know. So then Peters is saying he walks with Elias. I walk with him too, brother. So on SmackDown, not um, much stuff happened on SmackDown that's noteworthy. Like Charlotte beat up. Uh, no, that's two weeks in a row where we're phoning it in. Hello. It's not that we're phoning it in. It's just SmackDown is not like there's only little little bits and pieces that are noteworthy. Like, do we care about Charlotte beating Liv Morgan? No. Okay. And no. then she goes to the commentary booth and saying like two more. Talking about Ruby Riot and um, what is it? Uh, the other chick, uh, Sarah Logan. Really good point. Chris Brown is saying talking about the the elimination, the last chance, elim- uh, the last chance match to get into the elimination chamber. Uh, Wyatt and Matt are going to continue their feud. Apollo's going to take the pin from Balor. I think also, um, <laughs> as much as I like the the broken Matt, Woken Matt, or whatever. They made Bray so meaningless that I'm not really interested in this feud anymore. No. Also, with Balor, I think Balor being in the Elimination Chamber match, I think we're going to start seeing the beginnings of this Miz and Balor feud for the IC title at Mania. I, w- I wouldn't enjoy that. So I, if if I wanted to predict something, I think that would be it for Balor. 
Now, are we going to do the same thing we did last year? You remember what we did last year with WrestleMania? No. We had the dry erase board, and we were calling matches. That's right. That's right. And we were erasing a name one week and then had another name. I mean, we could do that, or we could just go it on the fly. It doesn't really matter. No, 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 because I'm saying, like, so, because, and again, for the matches, I think we only have one right. Remember when we were first doing it? I think we only had, like, one right because things just kept changing because you didn't know if you're going to have that Roman No, Reigns we and... had more than one, right? Because I, we, I remember calling Rollins and Triple H. We called Orton. Oh, yeah. We called somewhat Orton and Bray. We thought that Luke Harper was going to be in the match and make it a triple threat, and we failed in that. Um, AJ and Shane, we called that. And I'm trying to think what else What else was um in there, too. I think the last week of Raw before the la- the the last week before Mania, I think I remember calling because I remember that Monday Night Raw in the tag you know the tag teams it was the mm-hmm. the Good Brothers Gals and Anderson you had Enzo and Cass you had the Bar and those were the three teams beefing at the time before the yeah. Hardys made the comeback but they used ladders and then I called it that week I was like yo they they they're gonna have a ladder match they yeah. haven't announced it yet and they're gonna have a ladder match and which ended up having a ladder match and oh, then it made course. perfect sense because then we saw the Hardys return yeah we did so I don't know we'll we'll, we'll figure it out as a uh, weeks pass yeah. by we're going to have the the dry erase board again so we don't care about um charlotte beating Liv morgan obviously no. she's feuding with uh the ride squad if anything i would like to see ruby Riot beat charlotte maybe obviously just get a win over her and then count can, out or no something. no no beat a, an actual clean actual win and then they could have a match for the title and then charlotte could just beat her and then that ends that mm-hmm. cuz i think I think Oscar and Charlotte has to be the match for Mania. I think so too. Um, here's an interesting uh, note: Ziggler's returning next week in fighting Baron Corbin. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. It makes no sense him dropping the title, the United States title. Um, especially him just having a quick cup of coffee at the Royal Rumble. Like that's another guy. I just don't get it, man. And if you guys listen to the Edge and Christian podcast with uh Ziggler. He goes on record saying that he just doesn't get it, and he knows that his character means nothing, and he means nothing to the company because he's just the guy that when somebody gets called up, that's the guy that they're going to have a have a feud with, and they're going to eventually beat. He uh, means nothing. Of course. And and you know what the worst part is? Like, we called this already. Like, he's just, again, he's just being used just to get used. Like, he should have had a bigger pop at the Rumble. But I, I don't. I don't blame the fans. I blame. Oh no, they, no 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 no! I'm not, I'm not blaming the, the fans. I blame how they booked him because they made they made him mean nothing. Mm-hmm. That is crazy, man. So, and on a positive note, uh, Rob, uh, Bobby Roode and Rusev had a great match. Yeah, they did for the United States Championship. Um, obviously, as much as I would have loved Rusev to go over, uh, Rusev Day, Bobby Roode did go over, and while Bobby Roode was. Celebrating. Mm-hmm. What happened, Mario? We got an RKO out of nowhere. Oh my God! Like what you did there. So, I'm really interested in this. And obviously, he did RKO in English and Rusev also. But the RKO to Bobby Roode was a meaningful one out of those three RKOs. Because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this Bobby Roode and, and, and Randy Orton feud. And again, with with everybody and always putting uh, highlights and things like that, that's what you saw. You didn't see the other two. Mm-hmm. So, 
Interesting, yes. Very. I, I, I definitely am very interested in this feud. Um, then who knows? Maybe a month from now, Randy Orton might be United States champion. We we don't know. And if he does win the United States title, you know what that means? He will be a modern day Grand Slam champion. I know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm about to throw another fact at you. No. And you're not going to like this one. Go ahead. If Roman Reigns wins the Universal title WrestleMania. Don't say it, Mario. He's going to be the ultimate ultimate modern day Grand Slam champion. Why? Tell you what. I know you don't like that, but I promise you by the end of the show, I'm going to throw something at you that might even give you an erection. (laughs) That's how crazy it is what I'm going to tell you. Whoa. That's how happy you're going to be. Now we just got to hope that the idea does happen, that WWE does book it. Okay, let's see. Okay. So SmackDown ended with uh, it was a a match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, There's... What else can we say about this? Uh, about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they always go at it in the ring. Even yeah. for a SmackDown, they they you know they gave us something. Ended up in an no contest because uh, AJ Styles got involved. I think Sami Zayn ended up like like pushing AJ Styles, and then AJ Styles like kind of like snuffed both guys, and uh-huh. and no DQ, right? No, they ended up being a yeah. uh, disqualification, right? No contest. Daniel Bryan ended up coming out saying that since AJ Styles interfered, now at Fastlane it's going to be not a two-on-one. It's going to be finally a triple threat match for the world title. But that's still technically a two-on-one because of... Well, I think we know how this is going to have how this is going to... Progress. Progress in the match. They're going to... They're gonna, I want to be world champion. No, I'm going to be world champion. And then they're going to... They're probably going to team up. They're going to be some double teaming in the match. But then Owens and Zayn are going to go at odds with each other. Okay. And now with the triple threat element, it's not going to be a two-on-one technically. I think we're going to get to see more out of all three guys. Because now it's like every man for themselves. Okay. Because I think Kevin Owens doesn't want to see Sammy as champion. And we don't want... And Sammy doesn't want to see Kevin Owens as champion. So we're going to see more of... You're going to see more of that fight. You're going to see more of them uh, drifting apart from each other. Yes. Okay, I do see that. So allow it. Speaking about AJ Styles and Nakamura. AJ Styles. Nakamura, this match that everybody wants, wanted for... Since Nakamura signed, since AJ Styles signed, the year they signed, they which was in 2016, they had the match of the year at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Or two years later. We're finally getting this match in WWE. Finally. Or are we? No. I'm going to throw something at you. What if WWE's like fucking with us and they switch it up on us and we don't get that match? Who do we get? I had this. I had a conversation with a friend of mine and this person was telling me, yo, WWE's known to like swerve, swerve us. And like they're heavily like promoting this match. Like, they keep talking about every week. What if we get disappointed and we don't get this match, bro? Yo, that's going to leave a sour taste in our mouth, like, so bad. Oh, bro, like, just the thought of that is just getting me feeling like shit, man. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. They can't be that petty. Could the WWE be that petty? Yeah, they could. They could. But why? But why take that away from us? I'm going to go reach out to Sunil. 
Okay. Let's keep going. Um. So, what if we don't get it? Yo, what do we get? But that, but that's my thing. Well, like, okay. So Nakamura automatically he's he's getting the title shot. Yes. But Nakamura like, Owens. I mean, yeah, maybe we get a Nakamura Zane. I mean, we enjoyed their the Nakamura's the debut match, but it's like as much as I would enjoy Owens and Nakamura and Zane and Nakamura, the match we want to see is 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 what you call is. And you're and you're right. They, they are promoting it. So it's like they, when I was when I was talking to my friend about this, and they were telling me all this. I'm like, no, man. I like I was like refused to believe. So it. your your inner Mario head was saying what? I was saying. Delete too, right? Delete, 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 delete. All right, now I'm about to throw something else. That this is this is the part where I was like, you're gonna get really excited when I tell you this. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, the 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 expected main event, right? Even if we do get Nakamura and AJ, even though that that's our main event, right? Yeah. The main event that everybody you know uh, that WWE uh, wants uh, to uh, see is the big dog Roman Reigns uh, and Brock Lesnar, right? A rematch from WrestleMania 31. Hear me out, bro. Just, 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 just listen to me. Okay. I thought about this on Monday, and before you say anything, just, just let me, let me break all this down to you. Okay. I thought of all this uh, on Monday. I always give the person the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. For the next five minutes, you have my undivided attention, and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So okay. on Monday. I'm like, damn, bro, now Jason Jordan's out. What are they going to do with Seth Rollins? They're probably going to put him in a multi-man match or something or whatever. Blah, 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 whatever. For WrestleMania. For WrestleMania. They're going to do something with him. I, I don't know what. Maybe he'll fight some mojo. We don't know. So if we do get this Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar match, right, we all know how WrestleMania 31 ended. Seth Rollins cashed in Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. That's why the crowd left home happy. Of course, even okay. though Roman Reigns was still at death. Regardless, he was at the end, but it was a nice surprise to Seth Rollins. He cashed in money in the bank. We got a great surprise. The crowd was happy. Seth Rollins was happy. I was happy. Like, everybody was happy, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's no money in the bank at all. There's nobody. There's no cash in. Baron, Baron Corbin doesn't have the briefcase. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing. Carmella could cash in. No. Okay, sorry. So, let's rewind back. Okay, let's talk about right now, before you rewind back. Right now, right, Seth Rollins is kind of at limbo, right? They kind of, I think, tighten up this whole Jason Jordan storyline. They had Roman Reigns and and Seth Rollins, like Roman Reigns did the fill-in. He pulled double duty. I forgot to mention that. He did pull double duty. They faced the bar, and because of Jason Jordan, Seth Rollins and, and Roman Reigns lost the match. Yeah. Okay. Jason Jordan is now out of the picture. He got surgery. He's going to be out for a while. So I don't think Jason Jordan is going to be back. But regardless, let's say if he did come back and they, they have a match with Rollins, I think Rollins still deserves a bigger role. Okay. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, Joe comes back and we see Joe at Rollins at WrestleMania. Let's just throw that so, out there. Samoa right Joe. That's the match that's going to happen at WrestleMania, right? Right now, Seth Rollins is not even considered to be a member of this Elimination Chamber match. Why? He's a former world champion. Why okay. is not part of this match? Okay. Okay. Now let's rewind back. Who eliminated Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble? Roman Reigns. 
Okay. Now let's fast forward. Smirk both sides. Okay. Now let's fast forward to WrestleMania. Let's say Seth Rollins has a match with Samoa Joe. Whether he wins or loses, whatever. We don't know. Okay. The main event happens. We see Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Uh, they have their match or whatever. They have their match, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Roman Reigns looks like he's about to win, and all of a sudden you hear Seth Rollins' theme song. Okay. It's a r- Now, keep in mind, there's no money in the bank. No. There's no money in the bank. Instead of Seth Rollins uh-huh. going down there. Okay. He just stays uh-huh. on the stage. It costs him the title. Costs him the title. Seth Rollins' excuse is, I wasn't considered for the Elimination Chamber. You eliminated and took my moment uh, at the Rumble. There's no reason why I shouldn't be in this main event. So I'm taking yours. And he causes Roman Reigns the title. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think of it. That was good. That was good. Bro, how? That, that shows that you have nothing to do throughout the whole fucking day <laughs> for you to come up with that shit. I was working, bro. But, I work. <laughs> bro, this is what I do when I'm on the road, bro. But it's good fantasy booking, though. The, like, isn't isn't that like a crazy thought, though? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, We have somebody on the line, right? Yeah. Go ahead. What Hello. up, Sunil? What's up, Sunil the Heel? What's going on? Yo, I left fucking messages, and I had no clue that I had to get... WhatsApp or shit to a <laughs> but I'm gonna still do it right now because fuck it. I'm a human promo machine. Uh, what's going on, brother? Uh, uh, first, I gotta, yeah, yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, so say what you gotta say. I'm sorry. No, no, no just speak your mind, brother. This is uh, okay, this is this is your time first, right now. I got a message. I got a message for Ray Mysterio over there. Hashtag I'll allow it. <laughs> Since when did I need permission to eat Spanish food on a Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> so so when, when, let me tell you something. And I have the right to fucking eat as much Spanish food as I fucking want. In fact, <laughs> if you took a pernil, oh, yo, if I t- if you took a crispy fucking pernil in front of me, I'm gonna just bite the shit out of that skin. I'll tell you, I fucking love Spanish food. I actually had Spanish food earlier today. It was a uh, Mexican rice, um, and and um, some shredded chicken. That shit was dope. Did it but have adobo? Uh, of course. And Sazon. And Sazon. Yeah, and Sazon. Oh, listen, 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 listen. I don't need your permission to eat Spanish food. I don't need to. There's nothing fucking weird about me eating Spanish food and watching uh, my two guys fucking uh, do their podcast. So, uh, you know, fuck you for that. Secondly, a big fuck you. A big fuck you to all the NFC East fans that were rooting for the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. Let me tell you something. What has the uh, both teams have pieces of shit fans, right? If you walk into Boston, I'm a Met fan, right? But if you walk into Boston with New York shit on, they're gonna fucking shit all over you. If you go into Philadelphia, it's gonna be even worse. Mm -hmm. Even and I'm wearing Mets gear. I'm not wearing Yankees gear or anything like that. But facts are facts. Absolutely. New England has not done anything to us. What they do on a weekly basis on the NFL has no fucking bearing on us. In fact, you know what they did? They gave us two fucking championships for the New York Giants. My New York football Giants. They gave that shit to us. Actually, we raped them of their dignity. Let's be honest here. Mm -hmm. Eli's their fucking daddy. But still... 
I mean, so so all these people that were rooting for the Eagles, it makes no fucking sense because there's there's one fucking town in the world that has the lowest pieces of shit fucking fans, <laughs> and that's Philadelphia. Their their hometown hero is a fictional movie character named Rocky. He got owned by Hogan and he got owned by Mr. T. Then, and secondly, they're fucking what they're known for. Their Philly cheesesteak list. Anybody, if you have a good chef, and you go to any city in the world, and, and somebody knows what the fuck they're doing, they could cook you up a nice piece of sliced steak, some toast up some bread, and give you some cheese whiz, and it tastes just as fucking good. So all this shit about fucking—it's a gimmick. Thompson, it's a gimmick. Yo, it's a big fucking gimmick, and I'm not being fooled. I am not being fooled. So fuck you to the Eagles. You won big fucking deal. Guess what? Wait until try doing it twice against this bullshit team and against a fucking younger Brady. Cause we, you guys got a washed up Brady. Next year Brady's gonna be trash. I'm telling you right now. But um, yeah, that's what I left on the message. It probably comes out better this way. Uh, but <laughs> okay, it is what it is, man. I, I, you know, I enjoy the podcast. Uh, uh you know, and. Uh, uh, that's it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, a quick question, uh, Sunil, yeah, sure. because you, you listen. I loved your phone call, but like, um, if you had to predict where we go in WrestleMania, if you could just pick one match that you're looking forward to, or maybe an angle that you're looking forward to, okay. or something that you're looking forward to. Um, all right. So, like, the obvious is going to be AJ Nakamura. So, I'm just going to float that away. I'm okay. just going to not say that name. Um, what give you know what it is? Can I just say something? I've been watching wrestling all my life, all my fucking life, and I'm burnt out on wrestling, mm-hmm. you know. And and a broad smackdown is something that I, I'll either, if you guys talk about it, or if I see something on the dirt sheets, or if I read something. Um, that somebody mentions is really good. Or else I'm fast fo- DVRing it, yeah. fast forwarding to the parts that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. and um, you know I'm looking forward to it. I went to the Rumble, you know, and it was it was great, and uh, I knew like going into it, I knew like the majority of the matches, but I didn't know everything. Okay. Um, but um, what are the other matches? Can you quickly go through them? Well, I, we were obviously Roman and Brock is going to be one of them. Uh, you know what? Their first match at the at WrestleMania was really good. Yeah, it was really good. It, it was good. I have no complaints about the match. So, I think so, it's the outcome where the fans are going to end up shitting on it. Because I think, you know, it, it's Mania. We're going to see Roman for a fourth time in the main event. And I think while the first match they had, we had the you know the, the Seth Rollins cashed and everybody left home happy. I think, do we really want to have a third year in a row where the fans are going to have a sour taste in their mouths. But you know what? That's how you build a heel. No, absolutely. Right? But the problem is they're not turning him heel. They're going to. I, I, I think they should. I think they should. To, I think at WrestleMania, um, they are going to take, it's going to be a huge crowd. It's going to be a ton of booze. He's going to gain a ton of heat. And there's nothing that they're going to do about it because it's all mostly the IWC and smart fans that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so you're gonna. It's undeniable that you're going to hear over the TV that people are booing him, and I don't know if it's through Heyman that he's gonna do it, or if he's gonna take a chair and, and beat the shit out of Brock. Mm-hmm. But I think he's gonna be a um, that that turn is gonna happen at WrestleMania, and what better place because the people hate him until yeah. they fu- two three years from now until they love him again. But still, um, you know, this whole Roman Reigns thing is really interesting because I feel like. 
we're still angry about Philadelphia's Royal Rumble a couple years ago. You know, that's why everybody hated it. Well, well, me, per- me personally, I-, I don't hate the guy. I think for me, it's more I just hate the way they're booking him. No, and I get that, and mm-hmm. I don't. It's 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 like Vince's old school mentality yeah. versus what the new school. You know, like we want to refresh on him, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't get everything you want. This yeah, isn't, yeah. you know, it isn't Burger King. You can't own McDonald's. You can't have it your way. You gotta have it. Um, you know, Vince knows what he's doing. Vince isn't as old as we think he is and out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he may be on a certain old school things like women's wrestling and. Uh, you know, but um, and MMA and things like that. But I do think he has a pulse and he has an idea of how to make money. You know, and I think uh, they're going to do the right thing by Roman. Um, maybe it's a whole big strategy to keep him having these campy type of promos. They yeah. realize that maybe people aren't getting behind him, mm-hmm. and what better way than to you know to to kind of fuck him over? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think I think the perfect example of what they're doing with Jason Jordan, like before this injury thing, like that's having a heel. Like having like the slow build of a heel because Jason Jordan knows exactly what he's doing when he cuts his promos because he gets a ton of heat. Now with Roman, it's it's been in a controversial way because it's like we we don't really know what we're getting with him, and the booking doesn't help either. And Vince is and listen, I love Vince, but when it comes to certain stuff, he has dropped the ball, but he never wants to. He's so like hard-headed where he stands behind and he strongly believes something, sometimes he succeeds and then other times it, it kind of backfires on him. Yeah, and I know, but you know what? They always do right by us by mania, mm-hmm. you know? And also, you know what? We don't know what's going with Roman Reigns and what's going to happen with him, but yeah. is that such a bad thing? We we know everything prior to through reading dirt sheets and stuff. Yeah. Maybe we need a little unpredictability. Well, and the- maybe we don't. And the you know, unpredictability like want, element is always the best. Like, I, I yeah. like to be shocked. Yeah, and maybe this is the year that, you know, Heyman hands him the fucking chair and he bashes him over the, the side of his back or whatever, and, and that's how it happens. Or, yeah. I don't know, but, but um, I, 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 I don't think it's just, again, it's all about the slow burn. Yeah. Um, and I do think that Roman has it in him to be a big heel. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree th- with you 110%. And I think um, they're going to let him loose at Mania. I mean, I'm not going to be at New Orleans. I'm probably going to be at the – I'm guaranteed going to be at the next one, wherever it is. Yeah. Um, New York. You know, and, MetLife. MetLife Stadium, bro. MetLife. Uh, it originally was supposed to be at City Field, I read about a little bit. But MetLife mm-hmm. is going to be – I just hope that – you know, I was there last year. I was 12th row, and uh, it was raining a little bit prior to the show. So I always worry about um, the weather yeah. uh, around that time. But, you know – Maybe, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed. But, um, yeah, I think Roman, I, I'm looking forward to that match. Um, you know, Ronda's going to be a spectacle. I, I think she's huge. He's a, she's a huge wrestling fan. So I think Ronda's going to, um, you know, really dedicate herself. She is an athlete. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I just, I mean, my only, my only beef about, and it's not really towards her, is I, I, I'm, I'm knocking how WWE's handling it. Like handling the whole Ronda thing. I think they dropped the ball completely last Monday night with just mentioning her only and not having like an exclusive interview, even if it wasn't live, like they could have pre-recorded. And then this past Monday night, there was no mention of Ronda. So I feel like right. WWE's dropping the ball in that sense. But I do agree that w- that Ronda being associated with the WWE with this quote-unquote full-time contract, whether that's true or not, 
she is bringing more eyes to the product. A lot of these media outlets are reporting it. So I love that aspect of it. But I think WWE could do a lot more with this Ronda situation. I think she needs a little seasoning, though. I think that tra- she's got to do some training. She's probably got to do some promo training. Oh, absolutely. Have- absolutely. And, you know, I think it was a little awkward at the Royal Rumble being mm-hmm. there uh, because her music showed up and it was a good 30. It felt like 30 seconds. There, there was the definitely a was- delay until she came out. Yeah, so the crowd was kind of confused whether it was going to be an on-screen promo or they just played the music or she was going to actually come out. I don't think they told her. I think she raised her hands a little too much, pointing at the sign. Yeah. So it was a little awkward there. And it's her uh, first time get... actually being in a wrestling ring, too. And what you yeah, think? what but... you think of the jacket there, Staniel? It looked good on Gray, right? It, it, look... it, it looked good on her. You know what? I wish uh, it, it's good. Look, she's honoring... Piper. Yeah. She's been a, her, her grandfather, I think, is Judo Jean LaBelle or whatever. Also, Roddy, guy, Roddy Piper gave her the blessing for yeah. Rowdy Ronda. Yeah, so, so he's always, but he's always spoken very highly of her, because I'm a huge MMA fan as well, so he's mm-hmm. always spoken very highly of her yeah. in interviews. So, uh, you know, I don't get, you know, fans are weird, they're fickle people, where they think that they know and they think what they perceive as disrespectful, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. No, I, I but, never once got the the disrespectful element because I already knew the history of her and Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only criticism I g- gave, and it wasn't really towards Ron. There was more how WWE handled it. I wish there was another way, even though I couldn't come up with another way where maybe it the whole Ronda thing didn't overshadow the women's Royal Rumble since it was the first one. But like, no matter which way I try to think of another way of doing it, I think that was the only way of introducing Ronda. But the follow-up is what left me more bitter than how they introduced her. Like, I feel like the WWE failed with the follow-up. Um, well, we're still we're still gearing towards another pay per view before the uh, before Mania, so maybe they'll uh, they'll have some prepackaged uh, yeah. videos and stuff like that where she's training. Maybe that'll get her a little heat because I think she's a natural heel. I don't think she's gonna be a face, especially if she's she might dethrone Asuka. She might end the streak. And what? Who better? Who more of a person that's qualified? Especially, to end the especially with Oscar using the armbar too. So it's like you, especially you know, Oscar does have a background in MMA. Obviously, not in right. a in a in a level like Ronda did in the UFC, but she does have a. Um, she has dabbled with MMA, so it, it could make sense if they go in that route. But regardless, Ronda being the WWE is newsworthy. It's it's clickbait, and people are gonna be tuned in regardless. And let me tell you something. Over the years, I've, I've seen a lot of women up close, and this is the God's honest truth. I've, seen, I've met a lot of females, uh, female wrestlers in their prime, and Ronda, I got to see her up close, maybe a couple feet away from me um, during a, a, a press thing mm-hmm. um, where she was signing autographs and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I did get to talk to her, but she was drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, I, she, did, she is a gorgeous she, woman. She is a beautiful. When she has, she's not loose. When she's not cutting weight, and she doesn't have, you know, she's dressed in normal clothing. Dude, she's a fucking 10. And I'm not just saying that just to say it. She no, she's beautiful. She is gorgeous. beautiful. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think and she's got the, a great attitude about it. I, I really think she's going to honor, you know, the wrestling tradition. And I, I think uh, after some time, the way that angle kind of transitioned into wrestling people, yeah. and she's dedicated that she wants to do it long term, she's going to do the same thing. Um, as angle, as far as getting respect, I I, so, I hope I hope you're right, and uh, I'll be. I hope that Ronda does have a very successful career in wrestling. But yeah. um, dude, Leo's phone is literally about to die. It's hanging by a thread. Yeah, blame but, Leo. But but dude, 
I appreciate your phone call, and hopefully yeah. you could download WhatsApp and you could leave us like messages whenever you want, dude. Yeah, well, now I have the app. I'm going to leave you messages, and I'm going to call you next week. Thanks, yeah. brother. I appreciate it, dude. Uh, thank you for having me. Sunil the heel, people. people. Yeah. People, I'm, just, I'm just a regular guy. I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm not a heel. But uh, a lot of people are a, a pussy to have me on the, on the phone. I don't get it. Um, people are scared to let me voice my opinion a lot because of punk. Because I go against the grain. Bro, that's that, 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 no, bro. Everybody's entitled to your own opinion. You bring yeah. knowledge every time you talk. And, bro, you're more welcome to, to chime in the show whenever you feel like it, bro. And one of these days when you guys, one of you drops, uh, that gets the flu, I'm going to come in and uh, drive over and fill in for somebody. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, bro. We'll make it happen. Sunil the Heel, people. Yeah. Sunil yeah. the Heel. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yes! Nice. Yes! 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 That, that that Sunil the Heel is one one hell of a guy, bro. He, he should have told me that two weeks ago. I would have taken the day off. <laughs> of Just you, saying. You would have been happy about that. Okay, so that was Sunil the Heel. Very informative call. Um, dude, I have some uh some that news is, to drop. What with the bomb? With the bomb. Dolly. So um <laughs> Yo, the chat is going nuts. <laughs> but um, I'm here to say that yours truly, the Rated R Superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Hold on. James McCorson is saying, anyone think Chris Benoit footage should be shown in the chamber since he wrestled in a few chambers? Yes, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Too. We're, we're both uh, Benoit advocates. Is that the yeah, best way to put man, it? Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's I, like Pete Rose. Benoit should be there. Yeah, Benoit should be there. Yeah. But um, okay, good. Yours truly, Mister Rated R, mm-hmm. dropping the bomb. Yes, um, dropping fire on these as bitches. Of, as of today, right? Oh, okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> as of today, right? Um, I booked my flight for New Orleans, and yours truly will be going to WrestleMania 34. Yeah. Yes! What does that tell you? Yes! Don't have yes! motherfucking kids because this asshole has been to, I love you though, to Japan. He's been a Russell Pro. He's been, were you Ring of Honor like two weeks ago? Uh, takeover, takeover. Motherfucker. <laughs> no, and the house show, there was one I was talking about, the, the indie one. Evolve. Anyway, yeah, Evolve, mm-hmm. uh, Takeover. By the way, Evolve 100. WrestleMania. <laughs> He's talking about the, the goat boat. He's talking about all in. All in. And all I can fucking think of is, motherfucker, I need socks. <laughs> But yes, I did book my flight for New Orleans. I did book my flight for New Orleans. I will be going to Takeover. I will be going to Mania. I will be going to Raw. I come back Tuesday, so I won't be doing the SmackDown. But in between all that mess, I will in be doing. In between time, I will be doing some drinking, and yeah. also I'll be attending some independent shows. So yeah, nice. nice. So I will be getting your some your footage. Yes, I will be getting some footage like yeah. I did for Japan. Okay. So um yeah, okay. that's my big news. Yeah. This was Ooh. our show. Episode We're done? 65, yeah, man. So, quick question. What? Did you get, like, a haircut or something? No, I still don't get a haircut. Well, so what is it that... New cologne. is a new cologne. I think it's the cologne. See? Uh, it's mysterious. Did you do something with your mustache? No, no, it's still the same. I was thinking of maybe wearing a oh, crown. I got it. Contacts. No. No. I let my beard grow. Okay. This was Lucha Outsiders, episode 65, people. Yeah. Thank you so much to everybody that joined the Facebook Live chat. Thanks to everybody that 
downloaded the podcast version of the yeah. show. Shout out to our buddy, friend of the show, Sunil the Heel, for giving us a phone call, a very informative phone call. Uh, people, also, 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 if you guys are in the Jersey area, if you want to see some wrestling this weekend, if you're fans of Lucha Libre, Pentacero Miedo, I'm a fan. Ray Phoenix are going to be in CCW this Saturday. Go to ccwwrestling.com for more information. Yeah. The show's in Jersey. Also, subscribe on iTunes, people. Uh-huh. Subscribe on SoundCloud, wherever uh-huh. you get all your podcasts. Speaker, Stitcher. We're also on the Mesca app. Leave us a five-star Frog Splash rating and review. Over here, Leo, show Leo. Yeah. Yours truly. You said my name. At Rated R since 87. You said my name. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in tonight. And where can they find us? At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Shout out to the Big Dog Toe. And this weekend. Keep it Rated R. And stay too sweet.